Today, I have the opportunity to share part two and the conclusion of rest and distraction. In a world that longs for rest and relaxation, we often lose both because we are so distracted. Today, we'll look at just how can we better prepare ourselves for those distractions we face in life. Take a moment now and prepare your heart for today's service. Uh, it's really awesome to be able to get up here and speak with y'all this morning and be with, here with y'all this morning. So, um, for those who don't know me, because normally I'm over in kids' church like every Sunday, um, or I come in late, so you probably haven't got to meet me personally, but I'm Caleb Martin. I'm the student pastor here at Bethel. Um, this is my lovely wife, Rachel, over here, front row, rowing this morning. She's shaking her head. She's not my wife this morning. She's like, no, nah, stop. Um, but really glad that y'all are here this morning. Really excited for this opportunity to speak for y'all. Haven't been up here in a while, but hey, that's okay because Pastor Javen's been bringing some awesome messages, right? Can we give it up for Pastor Javen? Some really good stuff. So um, last week, Pastor Javen talked about rest and the importance of rest and why God wants us to have rest in our lives. And, And like I said, the importance of rest. And then this week, what better topic for the youth pastor to talk about than distraction? I thought that was, uh, never mind, okay, I thought that'd be funny, but it's, okay, whatever. Um, but the whole, the whole topic this morning is for us to look at and acknowledge that we are distracted people. We are distracted people that need focus. We're distracted every day, but ultimately we need to have focus. And we're going to look at some practical ways in our lives that we need to probably put a little more effort towards being focused in these areas. But first, I would like for us to just sit here in silence. You can close your eyes. You can leave your eyes open. I'm going to stop talking here in a second. We're just going to sit here. Yes, it's going to be awkward. So just bear with me. Okay. So let's just sit here. Um, you can close your eyes. You can leave your eyes open. I just want you to think, just think whatever comes to your mind, just think about it. Okay. I was trying to figure out how long I was going to go, but I feel like now's a good time. Um, but one of the questions that I want to start off with tonight, and I like asking questions, not really because I need your answers, but I want you to think about it in your own life, okay? But what did you focus on in those few moments? I know they were short because it was awkward for me, more for, more for me than y'all, but what did you focus on? What did you think about? Did you focus on how good God is? Did you focus on the love that he has for you? Did you focus on, hey, what has God called me to do? Let me focus on that. Did you focus on on who God has called you to be? And did you focus on him? Or did you focus on how awkward that was? Or maybe where you're eating lunch? Or maybe that person you sent a message to, maybe they responded during those few seconds. Or maybe you're focused on how long is this going to take because i got places to be today. But the reason I want us to do that to start off is because those first examples I gave were ways that we could focus. Focus on God and who he is and what he does in our lives and, and who he is as our God. But the others were kind of ways that we were distracted. Right? And I don't know about y'all, and I, I'm going to admit this, and y'all probably know, but being in church sometimes, it's, it's hard to stay focused. It is. But 
what I hope that you guys can get from this morning is that, hey, we're distracted people that need focus. We do. But I think sometimes it's hard to acknowledge, hey, it's hard to stay focused. In life, in church, at work, at home, in those moments, sometimes it's hard to stay focused. So this morning, I want to start off with this question, and then we're going to dive into the scripture. But where is your focus? Where is your focus? What are you focused on today? What are you focused on in life? What are you going to be focused on when you leave here? And what you may be focused on right here, right now, maybe something coming up tomorrow, because tomorrow's a new week. So where's your focus? What are you focused on? But we're going to turn to Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1, and we're going to read a few verses in there. Um, But before we get started on that part, I want to, while you're turning, I want to ask you this question is why do we struggle with staying focused? I don't know about y'all. Some of you probably dealt with this a little more growing up than others. But one of the things I remember getting in trouble for at school was the teacher would always say, Caleb, you've got to stay focused. Stop getting distracted. And it, and as a kid, it's like, dude, it's not my choice. What? Like, I'm not choosing to play with my toys that I brought to school. It's not my, no. But some of you guys know what, what, what I'm talking about. Like, you would get in trouble for not staying focused. You were easily distracted. And I think that's something that is key when we think about this, this topic of being distracted is why do we get distracted? Because it's easy. No matter how young, no matter how old you are, we can all admit that it's easy to get distracted. And what's hard? To stay focused. A lot of people don't like to do what's hard. We don't. We're humans. We don't like to do what's hard. And if it's something easy or hard, most of the time we're going to go with what's easy. And some of us, it's easy to get distracted, but it's hard to stay focused. And some of us, that's why we struggle with it. So this morning we're going to look at, like I said, some practical ways in our life that we can Stay focused, some things we ought to focus on a little more. Um, but like I said, we're going to look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, verse th- or through 3. This is Paul talking. He says in Hebrews chapter 12, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. There's a few things in here. Might have highlighted them. So if we can go back to the beginning. Paul talks about sin, right? He talks about sin, and he uses a word that I kind of used earlier with distraction. We, We get distracted because it's easy, right? And Paul talks about the sin that easily entangles us. The sin that we get caught up in our life, that, the sin that we have in our life. And I refer to it sometimes with a student as your thing. You know what your thing is, the thing that keeps you at a distance from God. It could be sin. It could be a distraction. It could be something going on in your life right now. But think about what is your thing? Because normally for us as humans, whatever our thing is, we do it because it's easy. But, in verse, or, uh, verse 2, which is my first point where Paul says fixing our eyes on Jesus. My first point this morning, because y'all, y'all know me, I love points, but focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. And I have this statement, if we're not focused on Jesus, our focus is somewhere else. So every day, whether you're at home, whether you're at work, 
whether you're with your family, whether you're with friends, maybe you're out at the grocery store, driving down the road, focus on Jesus. And we're going to kind of look at what that looks like. But, but like I said, if you're fo- not focused on Jesus, your focus is somewhere else. So we're going to look at Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. And before we get there, you may know this passage because I'd actually talked about it last time that I was up here. I didn't realize it until I started working on this message. But there's, there's something that I believe is really important. In a, and I've always heard there's no problem with repetition, right? Because sometimes, even as adults, we need to be reminded of some things. So... We're going to look back at Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. And this is where um, Jesus walks on the water and then Peter joins him. And this is where we're going to pick up in verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountain by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. He was there alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. And shortly before dawn, he went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come on to the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. Let's pick this up right here. Or focus on this right here. But when he saw the wind, when Peter saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand, caught him, and said, You have little faith. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Before Peter got out of the boat, the wind was still there. The waves were still there. But something changed once Peter got out of the boat. Because when he was in the boat, his focus was on Jesus, right? But when he got out of the boat, he started to get distracted. The situation didn't change. The wind was still there. The waves were still there. He was still in the middle of the storm. But what changed was Peter got his eyes off Jesus. He got his focus off Jesus and started to focus on the wind and the waves. He got distracted. So, what can we take from that? When we lose focus of Jesus, we begin to sink, metaphorically. Maybe that thing that is in your life, you've been trying to stay away from. It may be people, it may be that one person, it may be a situation. You try to stay away from it, you focus on Jesus, but then all of a sudden the storm starts to to come up around you. And you begin to, to look to your left, look to your right, look behind you. But all you had to do, and all we have to do, is keep our eyes on Jesus. Focus on Him. Know that He's going to get us through this storm that we're facing. But it's up to us whether we keep our eyes on Him or not. Keep our focus on Him. Because just like this situation for Peter, the winds and the waves... You could look at it, like I said, a storm in your life. And I thought about this a lot, and I probably shouldn't have thought about this long, but Satan's goal is to distract you. That's his, that's his job. That's his whole goal, is to distract us as people. 
He does not want us to focus on Jesus. He's going to bring the winds. He's going to bring the waves. He's going to bring those people. He's going to bring those situations. But it's up to us to say, you know what? I'm not even worried about it. My focus is on Jesus. And I thought about this too. Think about this. I don't know if any of y'all are athletes. I played a little bit of basketball in high school. And I got thinking about this. As this thought of, of Jesus. Just focusing on him. It doesn't matter who, if you're playing a basketball game, five on five, doesn't matter who, who you're playing against. If an NBA player came in right now, you'd have all the confidence in the world, right? You'd be like, hey, I want him on, hey, if he's on my team, I'm good. But why don't we have that perspective about Jesus? If Jesus is on your team, it does not matter the situation. It does not matter who you're going against. It doesn't matter who you're facing. If Jesus is on your team, he ought to give you the confidence that you need each and every day. But it's up to us whether we focus on him or not. The second thing I want us to think about of, in a way in our life that we can focus is on ourself. Focus on yourself. And what I mean by that is you're not focused on other people. You're not focused on what other people are saying. You're not focused on other people or other people are writing. You're not focused on what other people are doing. You're focused on you. And I thought about how we could do that. How, like, how do you focus on yourself? Well, I got a few, few ideas. You may agree with them, you may not. But first, I thought we could, hey, if, if you're running from God, stop running. If you're trying to figure out what God wants you to do, if you're trying to focus on yourself, who God's called you to be, who, what God's called you to do, stop running from him. Don't be like Jonah. Where God's like, hey, I got something really awesome for you. I want you to do it. This is what you got to do. And you're like, okay, cool. And then we go the other way. We got to stop running. We have to be honest with ourselves, with God, with others. Like I said, your thing that you're distracted by, hey, like I'm struggling with this thing. This thing, I can't, I can't shake it. I, I, I'm struggling with it. Because one of the hardest things in life, I know y'all are adults. We're all adults, you know. One of the hardest things is to admit, hey, I need help with something. Because when people look at you, you want them to think everything's perfect. You want them to think everything's right. But be honest with yourself. Be honest with others. Be honest with God. And lastly, how can you focus on yourself? You can put away all the distractions. For some of us, it's, it's, that, it's that friend. For some of us, it's those desires, that thing. For others, it's our phones. Hey, that's mainly for the high schoolers. But some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Like, your phone can be very distracting. So put those distractions away and focus on yourself. But I have a friend, a good friend sent me this picture. I want to share it with you all. It's up here. This picture right here. You see a sweet lady front row, right? I don't know what they're looking at. It could be someone famous. It could be they're at a race. I'm not sure, a concert, something. But everyone seems to kind of be caught up in something. Whether it's their phones, whether, well, mainly their phones. They're caught up. They're distracted. They're not right here, right now in the moment. But this lady, purple glasses, white hair, sweet looking lady. I don't know whose grandmother this is, but they seem to be one lucky person. But this woman seems to be taking in the moment. She's not worried about everybody else. She's not thinking about anybody else. It looks like she's focusing on herself, right? So in those moments, in those moments where you feel like 
everyone is, is saying things, everyone is doing things, and you just want to be a part of it. Just think about this sweet, sweet little lady. This image that she's, she's taking in the moment for herself. She's not having to share it. She's not having to, to post it. She's not having to think about anybody else. She's, she's enjoying the moment for herself. Not in a selfish way, but this is her moment to enjoy whatever is happening. It could be a fight. I don't know. But she seems to be loving it, whatever it is. Um, but focus on yourself. And think about this question. Some of you may know, and there's other people in here who may not know. But focus on who God has called you to be. Not who, you're, who he's called your friend to be. Not who he called your mama to be, your daddy to be. Focus on who God has called you to be. And why is that important? Why is it important for us to put away those distractions that, other people, distractions that other people give us? Is because when we focus on others, we begin to question ourselves. When we focus on others, we begin to question who God has called us to be. Well, God, you did this for them. God, you did that. Why are you not doing that for me? Because that's not you. That's why it's important that we have to focus on ourselves. In Galatians chapter 1, verse 10, it says, for, I, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. So where is your focus this morning? Is your focus on Jesus? Is your focus on the storm? Is your focus on yourself? Or are you focused about other people and what other people are doing, what other people are, say, are saying? Where's your focus this morning? My last point is I, I believe we need to focus on our present. I shared that with some students. They were like, oh, my birthday's coming up. Not that present. Focus on your present, your present situation, where you are, where God has placed you, what you're doing, your job, your family, wherever you are right here in this moment. Focus on that. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 34, it says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Some of us get caught up in the future. What's going to happen, what we want to see happen, what we begin to plan for. But when we focus on our future, we miss out on our present. Let me repeat that because that was really good. When you focus on your future, you miss out on your present. I'm not a parent yet. Ah, I'm just playing. I'm not a parent yet. Yeah, that was good. But something I see a lot is, is when I'm not a, hey, no one specific, I'm just making an observation. But I see a lot of times going out to eat or, or going, going different places. You'll see parents with their kids, but their parent, the parents are on their phone and the kids are on their phone. It's like, y'all ain't even taking in this moment. This moment's not going to last forever. And I'm not going to lie. I struggle with being on my phone a lot. I do. But working on this message has made me realize, hey, there's a lot of stuff I need to work on for myself. I need to have some different focuses because I'm getting distracted in my life. And it's not wrong to make preparations for the future. It's not wrong to have a plan for the future. But don't get in a place of discontent or dissatisfaction. Because discontent comes when we focus on what we lack versus what we have. So don't focus on what you don't have. 
but focus on what you do. And what comes to my mind when I think about that, just that quote, is, is I think about David. This young teenage boy was called to be king, and it wasn't his time yet. He goes to the battlefield to, to take some Lunchables, essentially, to his brothers. That's what they were, cheese and crackers. Hey, I, I eat Lunchables. I know what they are. I read it. Hey, that's biblical. Um, But David went to the battlefield to deliver lunch to his brothers. And while he's there, he sees something taking place that a king should have handled. And he felt like, hey, I'm, the, I'm going to be king, so I need to do this. But as he's getting ready to go to the battlefield, he talked to the king. And the king starts to give him all this armor. Saul starts to give him all this armor and his sword. And David's like, hey, this, I can't wear this. This isn't mine. This isn't for me. David didn't get caught up on what he didn't have. He, got fo- he was focused on what he had, and all he had was God and a slingshot and a couple stones. So if you, if you think you can't go to battle, as long as you got God on your side, you don't need a slingshot and stones, but as long as you got God on your side, you can go to battle. That's what you have. That is, that's your strategy. You have God. But a lot of us wouldn't be like, no, I need the sword. I need the biggest sword you got. I need the biggest, give me the, all the armor you got. Give me the bulletproof, even though bullet, they ain't got bullets. Give me bulletproof. Give me ballistic. Give me anything you got. Give me that tank. I'm going to battle with this giant. It's like, no. Don't focus on what you don't have. Focus on what you do have. And if all you have is God, then you have enough. The other side of focusing on your present, we talked a little bit about your future, but there's also your past. When you focus on your past, it keeps you from moving forward. I believe a lot of people struggle with their past. But let me tell you this morning, in case you didn't know, your past does not define you. 1 John chapter 1. Verse 9, it says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us us from all unrighteousness. Don't live in the past. Don't live in the future. Don't live in the past. Don't get distracted by either one, but focus on your present. And I'm going to close right here. Um, I want us to look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. One verse, super simple. But this verse carries a lot of power. But it's up to us whether we, we, we see it that way or not. But I think if this was the, the only thing that I said all morning, hopefully you could, you could take a lot from it. But in Colossians chapter 3 verse 2, it says, Set your mind on the things that are above not of things that are on this earth. Why? Because there's a lot of distractions here. We live different lives, but we live in the, on the same earth and there's a lot of distractions. I, I may not know your distractions. I may not be distracted by the same things you are, but we're all distracted by something. But what I hope and I pray is that 
is that today, when we leave here, and even right now, you're thinking about those things. Hey, this is, this, this is keeping me at a distance from God. This is something I'm really distracted by. And hopefully we can look at those things focusing on Jesus first off. And focusing on yourself. And focusing on our present. That God can do something with that. But it's up to us whether we let it. Why do I think it's important that the writer says set your mind on things that are above? Why not your heart? Why not your eyes? Why not your ears? Why your mind? Well, I found this and I wanted to share it. It says your brain, your mind, is where you effectively focus your attention. Right? And where unwanted distractions compete for your brain's resources. For some of us, it's a mental battle. We face mental things all the time. Your kids, students, they face a lot of mental stuff. But what's cool is when you go to scripture, it talks about it. But don't set your mind on things that are on this earth, but set them on things that are above. Because if we focus on the things that are on this earth, we're not really focused we're distracted. So what I hope and I pray that when you guys leave this morning, I'm going to pray. But when you leave, think about those things. Write some of those things down. Hey, what do I need to do to be more focused on Jesus? pray. Father, I thank you for this morning. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. God, I pray that if anyone in here is struggling with something, whether it's something in their past, whether it's something that's coming up in the near future, whatever their thing may be, Father, Lord, I pray that you would just be with them. God, help them to to focus on you and to stop getting distracted because it is easy. Father, I pray that we focus on you in every moment of our life, every every second. We're focused on you. And Lord, even in those moments where we need to be reminded and be put in check, Lord, I pray that you do or someone does for us. Even if we got to walk around saying, focus, 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 focus. That we focus on you, God that you will be with us, you'll watch over us and keep us safe, Lord. Lord, we love you and we thank you for everything. In your wonderful name, amen. If you need prayer in any way today, we would love for you to reach out to us. You can go to our website, bwccamden.com, go to our contact page. You'll find a link there to uh, request prayer or send us anything that you uh, would like to communicate with us today. Or you can also simply text the word prayer to 803-676-7566. And we will be back in touch with you to find out how we can be in prayer for you. God bless you. We hope that you have a great week.